but he knew it wouldn't happen now, at the end of the season, when any foreigner would be as conspicuous as a Siberian bear. And yet there was a stranger in Scorradale, which was why he lingered outside the post office after the geese had gone. His gaze slid over the grey water, past the cormorant that surfaced off the steps where his boat was moored, to come to rest on the figure at the head of those steps its hands to its temples in the unmistakable stance of one using binoculars. Campbell, the observer, was being observed. He looked away quickly, seaward. With peripheral vision, he caught a movement and smiled thinly. She, too, had turned towards the mouth of the loch. I've got her now, he thought. She has to pass me to get away. He had been stalking her for two days, looking for a chance to engage her in conversation and discover what kind of story she would give him to explain her presence in the far north of Scotland at the back end of the year. She had avoided him not once, but twice. Once could have been arrogance. She was old, but she was a lady. But twice was suspect. And why should Rose Miller, the postmistress, deflect his questions concerning the visitor? That had peculiar significance, given that Rose was a government servant. Campbell climbed into his van and drove to the quay. She was still at the top of the steps. He pulled up more sharply than he'd intended, and the tools in the back shifted with a clatter. She regarded him from behind thick spectacles with green frames. A large, solid lady with trim grey hair, wearing tweeds and clumpy shoes with huge serrated tongues. The binoculars were Zeiss. Campbell nodded curtly, opened the back of the van and reached in for a petrol can, remembering to heft it as if it were full. At the top of the steps he paused and surveyed the sky. Is the weather going to break? she asked pleasantly. It won't break today, ma'am, he grimaced as the courtesy slipped out. His tone hardened. Were you wanting to go out? he nodded towards his boat. I hadn't thought of it. Is that yours? Blue Zulu? Why did you call it that? He stared at her. She was called that when I bought her. You were not curious yourself? His anger flared. Questions were his job, not hers. So, he said heavily, you're staying next to the post office. You'll be writing a book. Her eyes were steady. That's a possibility. Where do you stay, mister? I use the post office for an address. People contact me there if they need me. There was a pause. You keep a low profile, she observed. Exactly. He was pleased that she should gauge him correctly, but he would play it cool. I'm not much bothered, but in my line it's always a good idea. I come and go. Mail drops are convenient, you know, like collecting spots. Your line, Mr... Campbell. Ivor. I'm... The eyes shifted, ranged the water, and returned to her. I'm a handyman, he told her blandly. She smiled and waited. He glanced at the empty windows of the hotel at the back of the quay and lowered his voice. You've been listening to the talk. You shouldn't believe everything you hear. I left all that behind when I came to Scorradale. Mind you, I'm not saying it's over. It can never be over, but I've got a wife and family to think of now. If I accept anything nowadays, it's just routine work. His smile was smug. 
It was almost a leer. He saw her surprise and he giggled. Not contracts. He stared at the twin discs of her spectacles, saw his own reflection and added wildly, There'll be time enough for contract work when the children leave home. He gave her a fierce frown, nodded, turned on his heel and strode to the truck, swinging the can. His old Morris crept up the quay with a slow menace that was belied by its dangling exhaust and a trail of orange baler twine protruding from an ill-fitting rear door. Miss Pink followed thoughtfully, wondering how long he had been what Rose Miller called a wee strange in his ways. It had been a short encounter, and he'd been consumed by a kind of demon, as if, in accosting her, he'd been conforming to an image. Well, the ice had been broken. Next time he might have more confidence. She dismissed him and sauntered along the quay, observing scores.